Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comedy Film Nerds, episode 265. Yeah, it's a couple days late, but more than worth it. So worth it. It's a little late because I was on the road. Yes. Um, <clears throat> this is my first time doing a tour with Doug in quite a while, probably six months or so. And another guest that we were going to um, pre-record um, refused to come in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. So we had to reschedule him. Not even an excuse. It's Just, like, I'd rather do it next I'd rather month. do it, well, yeah, other stuff. And then he's like, but if you need me, I was like, oh, oh so passive-aggressive oh, canceling. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so, I'm going to do, I think at this year's PodFest, I was thinking about this last night, because I flew home yesterday afternoon. Um I wanted to go up at the comedy show at PodFest and just go on a fucking rant about <laughs> comics that canceled day of and just go fucking ape shit. I want to just like go. Do we have enough time though? Oh, oh my gosh. That w- that's at least yes, forty minutes. Yes, we do. <laughs> we do. Yeah, we guess what? We do now. <laughs> fair oh, fair oh enough. Everybody's like, I want to be in. You the- just bring in a bring up a binder. Oh. <laughs> And here's two hundred shots. Oh, here's yeah. God. Uh, 250 shows on iTunes, only 35 slots for PodFest. Yeah. And no, you're not doing Saturday at 8 o'clock in the big ballroom. Because we're not. Yeah. And we run the goddamn thing. Oh, fuck. Anyway. Wow. Sorry. That's <laughs> What a happy show I walked into. Glad I, I came in to sub. But, no, it was... But, <laughs> this, uh, this was cool. I, I, I do want to thank everybody that came out. I did a bunch of shows. I did... Uh, we did two shows in... in uh, at Cobbs in uh, San Francisco on mm-hmm. 419. Fantastic. I, did a, I was a guest on Doug Loves Movies. I haven't been on that show probably in six months, which mm-hmm. was fun. Uh, then we did three shows in Denver on 420. Uh, All of downtown Denver... Smells like weed on nice. 420. Like nice. now that it's I not. the state of Colorado has legalized it, so it's like yeah, it's and making 65 million dollars in tax revenue, right? Yeah, so they are encouraging it. Why do you think like this last election that had what 37 percent voter turnout and the GOP was like we're it's just everyone wants us? No, nobody voted, but yet they voted what people what what few old white people that did show up to vote for them, right? But then in other states. Medical marijuana passed in several other states, and it's like it's a matter of time. Yeah, because now they're finally seeing the thing that we've all been saying, which is it's going to bring you a lot of revenue. Yeah, once yeah, the economics you. shows its face, like yeah. oh, the downtown hotels in Denver, a lot of them were sold out because people were flying in just for a contact high. Just for <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, my favorite is oh, you know what? This is a gateway drug. No, 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 your pusher, your dealer in the alley was very good at upselling. That was a thing. <laughs> that is the gate. That's the whole the guy in the store couldn't give a crap if you're buying yes. like whatever. And he has no other invested interest to sell you anything harder. Right. So it's just like, yeah, man. So the guy in the alley, for sure, that guy is like, hey, you like this stuff? Mm. You should try some of this. Yeah. That's what I got here. Like, doing that to my grandma. Screw exactly. that. <laughs> <laughs> you like a pot cookie? How about yeah. a uh, methamphetamine? How about a meth brownie? How about exactly. a <laughs> Delicious heroin. <laughs> what? Grandma, don't. No. A heroin popsicle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so wrong, grandma. Oh. Don't do that. Who doesn't like oxycotton chocolate? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we call it oxychocolates. Oxychocolates. Ba-da-boom, <laughs> 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 Ding. Folks, that is the uh, sweet, lovely, dulcet ah. tones of one Dean Haglund. The nasal, hairy nose. <laughs> 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 I got nothing. 
We Hi, are Dean ha- Haglin. Thank we're you. We're happy to have Dean back. As you guys know, Dean has been with us from the beginning, Very and beginning. he's Very got beginning. he's got a lot of announcements to drop on us. Right. <laughs> Real quick, First, I got to finish thinking, but everyone yeah. came to the 420 show in Denver, and then we did our annual 421 show in Eugene, Oregon, and so there was Film Nerd fans at all of these shows, and I recorded a couple of rental car episodes with Doug, which I haven't done in a year. So it was a lot of fun, and I want to thank all the... All the kitten hands who came out. Kitten hands wow. army showed kitten up. Kitten hands army showed up. Awesome. So yeah. Well, I, I want to thank actually Jim Bruce. Uh, I actually went and did his podcast over the weekend. Um, who's this now? Yeah. Who's, it's, who's it? What? It's a, a, a guy has a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It was really fun because it, it's a different format. It's like a pretend uh, show that's on a pretend network. And when you get there, you play yourself, but then you also, you're interviewed as an improv character that you don't know who it is until you get there and he gives it to you right before you start recording. Ah. So I play a um, <laughs> I, I play a documentarian filmmaker who is full of himself. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought you said it was improvised. Did you just yeah. do my, yeah. my accent? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chicago dialect. <laughs> so it was really like he gave me like the list of films and all this stuff. It was really fun. So if you wow. check out that's uh, on iTunes, uh, Jim Bruce's podcast. Who's this now? Yeah, um, we it, just we had really him on the fun. show a couple months ago. Yeah, he's a very fun guy. I've known him for years. Um, did if sketch you, comedy with if, him. If, did sketch comedy with him. If you go to my YouTube channel and watch uh, Hello Junkie, which is the Detective Kent Stryker short mm-hmm. film, he plays the junkie who I whose ass I kick. I yeah. remember That's that. Jim yeah, Bruce. yeah. So, um, and uh, those that was an acting. I just look, <laughs> you just kicked the kick It's all this rage you have yeah, against yeah. everybody canceling stuff. <laughs> Yeah. You canceled on me, you motherfucker. <laughs> you, Jim Bruce. He's like, I'm the guy who filled in for someone who canceled. <laughs> Shut up, hippie. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was cool. That's a, that is a fun show. I've done it. I've done it. It's a it's a fun yeah. show. Um, all right. So so what do we want to get into? Now? We want to uh, get into. We got uh, we got a lot of movies to talk about. We could be King, uh, the Babadook, the Tale of Princess Kaguya, the Homesman, and a lot of interesting things uh, coming out, sort of. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, also we're going to talk about Dean's movie, The Lady Killers, and he has a couple announcements he's going to make. So let's get started. We could be king at Tribeca. Go. So, uh... (laughs) So, time. Gee, look at this time. Clock, click, clock. Tick tock, motherfucker. Come on, it's a podcast. There's only a limited amount of time. Exactly. (laughs) When did the format of this show change? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we got to go to commercial. Thanks so much. What happened? I go on a couple pot shows, and all of a sudden, Mancini's gone apeshit. Well, Dean and I had a meeting. (laughs) We had a meeting without you. Really, we got to keep the tight tight time for this. Horrible. That's right. Um... So uh, this there's a movie called We Could Be King, which is an amazing documentary, and it also sounds grammatically incorrect, frankly. Uh, <laughs> Just saying, we we can be a king. We could be king. We could. It's a play on words, team. Oh, thank it's you. Explained okay. in the film. Oh, it is. Uh, typically, okay, a lot of times the title's relatable to what happens in the film. I thought it was just poor grammar, <laughs> except for the movie Monsters. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or Paul Blart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, We Could Be King is an it's 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 a documentary. Um, first of all, uh, there's this cool thing that's happening. The Tribeca Film Festival, which many of you probably already know about, has started like a digital arm, basically, where films that they get for their festival, they then are now selling them and putting them out there. So this movie is available on uh, Amazon. It's really smart. You actually have a film festival, and that's where you acquire your films under the same exact they, label. And then you're the sales, uh, yeah, distribution right. arm. That's a, and we just it. talked about this with Kevin Pollack last week. Mm-hmm. That's how his movie got distribution. Yeah. And, and, it's, and, the, and the thing that's good is... Um, 
is, you know, it's a film festival that has a, a, a good reputation over the years. And so uh, it comes with that. So I was flying on United and they have uh, a Tribeca channel wow. that shows a couple short films and then they they showed this. And actually Doug, he goes, man, you should watch this. So um, basically what, what uh, it's these two high schools in the Philadelphia area, Chris, Germantown and Martin Luther King High School. Oh, yeah. And they're both, they've been rivals for 40 years. Mm-hmm. But then a budget cut... Uh, the city of Philadelphia has to lay off 4,000 em- employees, Good close two Lord. dozen schools, so these two schools have to merge. Merge. Now, and this, this is the, a doc, right? This is a documentary. Right. Uh, and it's an amazing documentary. So they hate each other. They're rivals. They've been 40 years rivals, and now they have to like share the same trophy case and everything? Basically, and I, I, I want to tell you this, the the uh, the director is um, Judd Ehrlich, who, or Ehrlich, I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Uh, he did Magic Camp, he did Run For Your Life, he did Mayor of West Side. So he's done a bunch of docs. Uh, he also did uh, the, the, the TV series Hell Week. The best way to describe this movie <laughs> okay. is... I loved Friday Night Lights, the TV show. Okay. This is the documentary of that. Honestly, because- How about football really? teams? It is, because oh, if, you, if you watch, especially the last couple seasons of Friday Night Lights, the same thing happened. Budget cuts, schools had to merge, like they, they, and there was kids like just trying to get out. They had no chance. Oh my God. Um, so wait, did Philadelphia watch Friday Night Lights go, hey, we could merge our schools. Yeah, we think of this earlier. Fellas. The Philly school board said, yeah. watch the TV show. I'm like, hey, that's a good idea. This is my great drama. <laughs> it worked on the show. Why not? <laughs> so you've got, it, 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 it said two things. First of all, the acting on Friday Night Lights was so great yeah. that you're like, wow, the drama... I mean, I, I I thought I was watching an episode of Friday Night Lights, and I almost said to myself, "Wow, these kids are really great actors." And I went, "No, no, no! Wait, this is real. <laughs> yeah, they're doing that for real. This is this is for real." And so that you've got, and they they profile a couple of kids, and you know, they got there's one big kid, and he's got a shot at getting out. He's got there's a couple of kids on the school that got a shot, but they're like grades. One kid gets arrested, uh, you yeah. know, and oh, it's like something. it's like wrong place, wrong time. But he's got an ankle bracelet now. He's on parole. He misses games. Oh. You know, the coach is like this amazing young guy. He's 27. He grew up there. He tells a story of a friend of his that he played football with got killed over some dumb argument, you know, some whatever street fight, gang right. argument, whatever, dead. So he's like, there's no money for this coach. There's no football program. The coach says, I'm not giving up on these kids. I'm going to coach for free. Holy. So he's just like, and he's this young guy. He's He's got so much passion. He understands that this is the only shot for some of these kids. Yeah, right. And I remember when I played high school football being 15, 16, 17 years old and how like they start their season 0-2. Oh, gee. And I just remember losing games and it was crushing. Now imagine putting on, I was I was crushed as a 16-year-old, but knew I was going to college and my parents would pay for my college. What right. if that that I that was it? What if that was your ticket too? So God, if yeah. I don't have a good game or we lose or we don't make the playoffs. Good lord, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. For my me. senior year, we were four and five and we lost a game three-nothing. We lost a game seven-nothing. We lost a game 17-14. Now imagine <laughs> that's your college education. That's my college. That's uh, the that, those games, the, those That's your GPA. That, that's that's exactly for real. That was yeah. so that is 13 points. Yeesh. A th- we lost by those three games by one the fourth one of the game we got blown out. But those three games 
13 points. 13 points would have made the difference. We would have been seven and two versus four and five. And we would have gone to the playoffs and- Got scholarships. And then you know, like all that. Imagine that. Imagine no, that. And this is what is is on the line for these kids. And, you know, not great infrastructure at home. And yeah, yeah. the school, like, I mean, you know, and you see the school. Metal detectors, security guards, full pat downs. Right. I mean, this is what they're having to go through on a daily basis. Just to get into school just to get into school and it is such an amazing movie and so i don't we could be king, king. so it's like so what they one of the the reason why that's the title is it's like guys we all got to come together oh i so see so we we could be king high school cuz that's the name they go ah, with so we gotcha so okay, we could thank you. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so right. it's it's <clears throat> it's an amazing thing it's on amazon right now okay or if you get access to the Tribeca channel, I don't know if it's in. Or you can fly United. Fly United. Fly United. Get, on, get on a plane and see this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't have to go anywhere, but yeah. I need to see that movie. Buy a plane ticket. It might be a cheaper way to watch this movie. Though. It just seems like a good idea. But maybe to... look, you need to keep your uh, air miles up. Your status. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I need to keep my status. I need to hit some flights to keep yeah. my premiere status. Premiere doesn't stay. You know, they don't get that for free. No, no, yeah, you got to earn that shit. You got to. It's got to put the hard miles in. Too. Yeah, you got to clock those hours. Exactly. But this is uh, this is such yeah. a great documentary, and it is so worth watching. Fantastic! And, and mm-hmm. what happens at the end, how the story progresses? It's I don't want to spoil it. It's it's a great, film. Uh, very cool. It's awesome. Great film. Oops, right. I just knocked my. What are you doing? I knocked a can of drink over. Well, it was empty, right? Well, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Well, it is now. <laughs> it is now. All right. Uh, here, I'll put it on that table. Your Fair enough. Not okay. empty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indoor, outdoor carpeting. Fantastic. <laughs> well, I saw The Babadook. Yay. This, is, this is the horror movie. And this is another one of those movies that our fans have just been emailing and Twittering. And you have to see this movie. Right. So okay. um, one of us had to see it eventually. And I know right. you're not a horror fan. So I, uh, I saw it. And I watched the football documentary. Yeah, you go yeah watch exactly. The, you go watch the, the slash them up. Now, yeah. I think you would actually like this movie. Now, I will say, it, it, if you look at the trailer, it looks absolutely terrifying. And right. uh, But it's actually not a terrifying movie. Oh. And I don't say that as an insult. I say that as more, again, that's just how they branded it in the trailer. It's more of a psychological thriller right. with some horror elements in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you, the first two-thirds of this movie are absolutely amazing. And the setup and the psychology and the setup of the horror and all, all these great things um it's a, it's a good movie it definitely is it's definitely worth your watch a, a, worth your time and one of the things i'm noticing too is all the innovation all the interesting things in horror are coming from indie filmmakers right it's studio horror is you know poltergeist remakes and stuff right. and that's oh, but that's, that's all it's that same trailer that yeah that, i know yeah, it's almost insane. like a, you know, unbelievable you, you get ouija and you get literally you're getting the same studio <clears throat> horror movie over and over again but they make money so the studio's like well why should we do anything else right so we it's up to, a given exactly yeah. so it's up to the indie filmmakers to actually be innovating and even like festivals like shriek fest or mm-hmm. where you'll actually mm-hmm. see the more innovative horror and that's what i loved about this movie it's innovative it's interesting it shows like you know the monster coming into a house in a different way right and it's all rooted in um basically psychological trauma and damage of uh you know it's a mother and a son and the father died violently in a car crash so it's them coming to terms with it and as that manifests as horror you know, it's, it's great you say that because i'm just looking at the imd jennifer kent wrote and directed yes. it and mm-hmm. not a long list of movies she's directed. she's been right. an actress for a long time she was in babe pig in the city uh, the wall i mean she's done a lot of tv and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it's really cool to hear you know that 
you're going to get an indie thing and get distribution and all that yes, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going and it's going to be this really creative movie that you're saying mm-hmm. and w- where did she come from? She came right. from acting and sort of TV background and then just decided I want to start directing and probably just had a love of this genre. No question. A great a great idea for a you, script. You too, actually right? you actually can see that throughout the film. Like here's somebody who not only knows the genre but has a love for it. Right. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that's great about watching this film is you see horror written and directed from a female perspective, which you don't always see. And it also gives you a different voice and a different vision, which we need more of. We really do, because there's plenty of horrific things that go on in the minds of women as well (laughs) that they can write about. Yeah, no, I dated them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a a perspective that's desperately um, needed to fill out the genre, because the studios, they're not doing it. It's really up to the indie filmmakers to... Uh, the the other place that it is that's up to the indie filmmakers is low budget, um, highbrow science fiction. You know, oh, we're yeah. only, we're only going to get Interstellar's every once in a very great while. Yeah, right. You know, you're going to get more big, broad, giant, giant science fiction comic book. Yeah, comic, comic book, book science fiction. But, you, but you're not. Yeah, you're going to get blasty blasty. <laughs> you're not going to get these. You know, which when the studio does those uh, right, yeah. they're a blast. They're yeah. Blast. Yeah. Give me the big blasty blasty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's all they're going to make. That, that's yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, you're you know, Ex Machina is not going to be made by a big studio, uh, right? So that's uh, that's the other place that indie. And I'm glad you pronounce it Ex Machina, and not, who's saying Ex Machina? Have you heard people pronouncing it? Because people don't know the phrase deus ex machina. I know. And same with that uh, game company, Ex Machina. Yeah. The game company themselves pronounce it Ex Machina. Like it was... Wow. I know. I went to a party with like Ex Machina. And like, it's Ex Machina, you idiots. Don't you read ever your Greek (laughs) tragedies? Anybody? (laughs) No, no, we're Ex Machina. And then the movie comes out and they're saying Ex Machina. But still some people, I guess from the video game world, go, hey, this movie Ex Machina. Just like, uh, <laughs> I thought it was Ex Machina, but then I heard that and got confused. And I think I said it either on this podcast or another one. I said, I said Ex Machina because I'm like now I'm doubting myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's Ex Machina. Gamers are making me dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the point. <laughs> That could be a global statement. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, here, here's the thing, though. Um, if I could say that the, this movie isn't perfect, it does have a few flaws in it, especially when the third um, kind of uh, act un- unravels a little bit. Because one of the problems is it suffers from lost disease, where you have so many things set up, and then you can't, there's no way to pay them all off at the end. Oh, so right. what happens uh, is it kind of, like, well, what about all that stuff that we were seeing? Well, this now we're kind of going in a different direction, which is fine, but there's a lot of stuff. I'll, I'll give you an example of, like, you know, when the Babadook first shows up, it's a storybook. And then the storybook is, like, this creepy kid's story about how the Babadook comes into your house. And then more pages populate, and then she tries to get rid of the book, can't get rid of the book. But there's only, like, two scenes with the book, and then it, like disappears like you don't hear anything more about the book after that i'm like wait a minute they couldn't get rid of it and this is some kind of weird magic book that summons the (laughs) babadook how can you just you know just let that wither and go away but um so what happens is the third act tend to get it gets muddy okay but, but really it's not enough to derail the film completely at all and it's not enough to make you hate the film at all so it's like one of those things where i really like the film it just gets a little it would have been a lot, nice to see it a little neater towards right. the end because third acts are tough don't kid yourself yeah I, and especially like yes. i really felt like i've set all these things up like as far as like a writing thing went like, I've set all these things up. I'm not sure how I'm going to pay everything off. I'm going to have to abandon certain things. Like, it might have been cleaner if you maybe 
take out some of these um, conventions that you set up and like made it streamlined a little bit. But you know, again, this is her first big horror movie, right? And you know, to, good this for is, her. Yeah, this is it. It's great, and uh, I am really looking forward to her next one. Wow. So, so I would say yes, the Babadook uh, definitely worth your time. It, it's a it's a really good movie. It just gets a little muddy towards the end, right? And uh, hooray. Now, the next movie, actually, we'll go in a different order. I want to hear uh, what you have to say about The Homesman, oh, a movie not. I had never heard of oh, until you had mentioned it. And this came out in 2014. Have you heard of this, Graham? The Hillary Swank? Yeah. yeah have you I seen saw, it? I, I saw it. I did not, not seen it, but I saw it when it came out. I was like, oh, and this got a real quick thing, and I thought it was going to yeah. try to make a move for Oscar, and just didn't. It, uh, no. Know. No, because it's so shockingly what the F on this. Tommy Lee Jones wrote and directed it. Well, uh, based on a novel. He clearly read this novel and went, oh, I could totally play this character. Not, and then stayed, it looks like he stayed faithful to the movie and called in all his friends. So there's like a a one scene cameo with Meryl Streep. Oh, Uh, really? James Spader comes in doing the exact same character from Lincoln. Looks like the exact same wardrobe. Like he basically walked over from Spielberg's Lincoln (laughs) and then just did the same (laughs) character. He was walking by. Yeah. Hey, Tommy Lee Jones. Hey, could you do this? He saw him in the commissary. Exactly. (laughs) Listen, if you got 10 minutes, could you just do a couple (laughs) scenes on my movie? It was like, Oh my God. So here's your plot. Now, Pretend I'm your studio execs. I'm Tommy Lee Jones, and I'm pitching this movie to you. Okay, okay. So there's this really ugly woman, and uh, she's very successful on a farm in a small town out in the middle of, let's say, Wyoming or something. Okay, okay. so far so good. Mm-hmm. So she uh, volunteers to take the other three women that have gone mentally crazy. They're mental ill because they can't handle the pioneer life. And they have to ship them by wagon uh, through Indian Territory back across the Mississippi River to a church that'll take care of them. Huh? You with me so far, right? <laughs> yeah. So I play Stop Tommy Lee talking, Jones. Here's a check. <laughs> yeah. I play a ne'er do well drunk who's uh, in trouble with the guys, and uh, because Hillary Swank can't find a husband, there's all these scenes. Uh, you're as plain as a tin cup. I, I will never marry you, and like all these guys walking away from her. So she sees Tommy Lee Jones about to be hung. He's sitting on his horse uh, in his underwear with a noose around his neck, waiting for the horse to just walk away. in his underwear? Well, they beat him senseless. I don't know why. And he's stole in. his pants? And stole his pants, <laughs> as he does. That's the That's sexy. That's the old west for you. You need clothes back then, Chris. They weren't cheap. You couldn't just go to Ross. <laughs> okay, I think the executives are, you're, all, you're missing the point oh, of the story. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Wait, okay. I want to hear more about the pants. Were they magic pants? Is that... <laughs> Can the pants be a jumpsuit? Okay. Yeah, exactly. No, so then Hillary Swank basically hires Tommy Lee Jones to take the mentally ill women across the Mississippi. And on the way, she says, why don't we get married? We make a great team, even though you're drunk and a loser. And he says, no. And here's your spoiler alert, because I, nobody's going to watch this. Hillary Swank, uh, about uh, 45 minutes, hangs herself. Wow. So she is swinging from a tree. At Be- which, because he wouldn't marry her? Yeah. So she thinks it's all over. So Tommy Lee Jones then finishes his uh, task of dropping these women off and then uh, proceeds to uh, burn down a hotel and go crazy. And then he makes a tombstone for her, but gets shit-faced and loses it in the Mississippi River. End of movie. Roll credits. What do you think, fellas? <laughs> oh, what the fuck? I'm not kidding. Why didn't she just get him pants? <laughs> yeah, they yeah, would be married. They would have been married. That would have sealed they, the deal. Oh, I know. No, she, he did have pants later on. That's the thing. Like, it, There is not a redeeming anything about this movie. And I'm sure in the novel, it probably read as like, oh, oh how yeah, deeply. Yeah. 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 But then you're seeing this thing. You're like, 
What? What? This is and watching. How did they ugly up Hillary Swank? Well, they didn't really. It was just everybody going. You know, if you just sit there long enough, they all just say she's ugly. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Because what? what, Who was she competing against in the eighteen hundreds? You know what I mean? Like exactly. Oh, you're out in the field. You're as ugly as. And you're like, what? How you cannot put your head around this movie? And it's like, wow. And clearly yeah. no one could, which is why I was in the theaters for half a second. Half a second. I think yeah. everybody like stayed to the 45-minute mark and went, what? She's dangling from a tree? Uh, I'm, I can't invest any more time in this thing. Now, and, here, here's how it was really pitched by Tommy Lee Jones. Right. All right. It's the fugitive meets 310 to Yuma. <laughs> That's how it was. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Is anybody swinging from a tree? Halfway yeah. Through? Halfway through. Yeah. But we're not going to say who, yeah. other than the lead of the, the movie. Yeah. All, right. <laughs> All right, come back with a print. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a check. Good to have a good time in Wyoming. Yeah, yeah exactly. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, so right. this I cannot knock around. And don't see it on a plane on top of all that. Talk about bumming yourself out. You got another six hours of flying to go, and you're like, oh, Lord. Oh Watch, we gosh. could be king again. Yeah. <laughs> Something uplifting. Oh, oh my yeah, God. Yeah. yeah, I know. So there you go. That is such a that is such a barometer. I've said it a million times on this show. If you can't watch a movie on a flight, yeah. it is fucking horrible. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> But I but I, I kept watching it thinking, okay, it's got to redeem itself because there's no way it can just drill itself into like this darker and darker hole. And it does. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that is amazing. You just <laughs> buried this plane below the desert floor. Oh, my God. Wow. I know. I, how, talk about bringing down the podcast. Yeah. Right? Look at that. Way to go. I could spoil that movie and screw it all up. Well, I'll bring it back up with the next Yay. film. Uh, right. The Tale of Princess Kaguya. This is um, this is an amazing animated movie, and this is one of the ones that was uh, nominated for an Academy Award last Notice, year. Notice uh, none of us had, were, was there anything to watch in a theater? Uh, no, just there a little, was I not. We also wanted to watch in our Which is telling you what's out right now. Yes. Right. And that is a pattern that will be repeated this weekend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I will uh, I will say the um, the tale of Princess Kaguya was amazing. It's an it's an animated film from Studio Ghibli. Now Miyazaki did not direct it. It was one oh. of the other directors there. Masao um, uh, Takahata. Hey, yes. very good. And, uh, <laughs> and it, it's um, it's based on an old Japanese uh, legend about a princess that shows up to a farmer inside of shoot of bamboo and then she grows and uh, the bamboo keeps giving gifts like money and. Um, all these like rich silks. So the farmer and his wife see, oh, well, we have to treat her like a princess. So they take her to the capital and make her into a princess. Then that's not necessarily what she wants. But right, because she's bamboo. Yeah, because <laughs> she, she came from bamboo. But uh, why but, do you think I'm bamboo? But this is the kind of movie too that I, I can always tell when it's a great um, movie as far as like a family film goes. Is that when I'm watching it, my wife's watching it, and both kids, six and ten, and we're all absolutely transfixed by it Uh. and it's one of those movies that it appeals to kind of everyone and what i love about and i was very sad to see that studio ghibli they're taking a break from producing because um just economic climate blah 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 in japan um they make movies solely based on what they want to make they're (laughs) truly an artist studio like there's no Focus grouping. There's right. no marketing. There's Eighteen no... year olds are liking this thing. Yeah, we yeah. Make it, it, it's that. literally Put a princess in a bamboo. Yeah, shoe. yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's gonna test big. Yeah, I mean, it's literally like when the wind. But halfway rises. through, have her hang yeah. herself. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we want to see. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it's big so, in America, but a, a wagon train full of nut birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tommy Jones liked it. Yeah. 
It's it's like three ten to Yuma in Japan. <laughs> On a bullet train, yeah. which is technically three ten to Osaka. <laughs> so, so this movie, it, it was it was so good, and it, it's it, it's slower paced, but the animation's beautiful too because it's not typical of the animation that they do. It's, it's like, like the twelve frames and kind of like half, like some of this the uh, shots and stuff look half finished. Oh yeah, and yeah. that's just the way it was drawn artistically. They and, weren't uh, late. Yeah, no, it wasn't late where they, they missed a background or something. I ran out of ink. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get this film up. I have yeah. no time to paint this. So, I mean, it looks beautiful. It looks mesmerizing. There's nothing out there like it at all. And, uh, you know, the story is really uh, great and engaging. And, and is uh, it done in that 12 frames per second where it's like uh, you can see some of the frames fade over top like it's a crossfade? No, I don't think so. I, yeah. I mean, it really looked pretty smooth to me. I'd have to... Look, we'd have to look that up, but I'm not sure. But it didn't look like that. It <laughs> right, looked, right. It looked like it was very smooth. Um, so it's really one of those movies, just like one of the last movies they made, like The Wind Rises. They're two very different films. But right. they released them very close to each other as the the two directors uh, because they have very different styles. But it right. has that feel to it, like an ethereal kind of feel like a dream. And The Wind Rises was the Japanese Zeros, right? The World War yes. II thing? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was also kind of like a... Uh, uh, like miyazaki's dreams right kind of like where it was it really kind of reflected some of his own life and his journey and it was really kind of like it didn't really follow a specific narrative flow right like it was very like um dreamlike as Uh. as this movie was so um but it's completely engaging and the truth is no one's making movies like this they really aren't no one's making animated movies like this there's very few i mean there's there's a couple what's time consuming it's time consuming, and it's also there's not you know you don't have a thousand suits looking over you saying draw this, draw this, or right. draw that, and and uh, also your script has to be in a in a state because once you start drawing and you're committed to it, you can't go oh you know it'd be good <laughs> let's uh in scene three we should do something completely different then yeah. you're like oh, oh that scene that we already drew yeah that yeah. I have ten thousand pages and right. background gels <laughs> yeah no 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 we don't need that <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah animation is uh, is its own animal that's for right. sure but then when it's hand drawn like that you know yeah, digital yeah. stuff you can. Yeah. Sort of get There's also with. a lot of cool people who did, did voices on this. Yes. You got uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, you've got James Kahn, Mary Steenburgen, uh, Lucy Liu, Bo Bridges, and it's a pretty solid. There's a lot of great voices in this. They all it know is. Japanese? Oh, they did the English. They did the yeah. English, yeah. I had to go, Dean. <laughs> I had to do a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's fantastic. It's really, uh, and especially it's one of the last um, movies that they're going to make for a while. Um, it was well deserving of the um, Academy Award nomination. No, so definitely Where'd check you see it, it out. Uh, we saw it on uh, DVD. Oh, okay, so it just came out a little while ago on, on DVD. But definitely check it out if you're an animation lover and you um, love like the Studio Ghibli films. Uh, definitely check it out. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Ready? We got a new sponsor. Oh, what? Casper Mattresses. Oh. How did they find you, sponsors? Oh, well, <laughs> they, just, they called now, you up? Um, here's what happened. Yeah, let's hear this. They Okay, this is an online, they ship the mattress to you. Yes. It's, it's memory foam. with uh, Combined with premium latex foam. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they sent me... A mattress what? to try out. <laughs> yeah, and I because we've got to we've got to approve of the products that we tell you. I want to make about. sure it's a good mattress. I'm mm-hmm. in the. I need a new mattress, right? So I was Don't like, well, I was thinking about buying one. This right. is perfect. You've been sleeping on the beach. I've been sleeping <laughs> on the beach, <laughs> <laughs> which is comfy, yeah. kind of nice. Yeah, I'm just um, saying. But I uh, so I was and, and I've been literally this. This is no bullshit. I've been thinking about 
going to memory foam right. because my old mattress, which was great, but it's almost it was almost ten years old. It was a spring with a memory foam pillow top. Oh yeah, yeah, right, super yeah. comfortable, right. But it's it's done. It's done. It's done. The and springs get a little saggy. Yeah, and yeah. the memory it's, it has Alzheimer's. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, who's with me, ah. ladies and gentlemen? Come on. Um, it had foam dementia. It had foam, foam dementia. dementia. So you had to put it on special pills. That was my punk rock band. <laughs> foam dementia. Oh my god! I saw those guys at fucking '84. Oh my god! Uh, they opened the for Sid dementia. Vicious. Oh, they were unbelievable. <laughs> and then when they came back to Lollapalooza in the yeah. '90s, the drummer died of drugs. But it was a whole thing. <laughs> All thing. Foam uh, dementia. Hashtag foam dementia. <laughs> <laughs> foam dementia, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag foam dementia and hashtag 310 to Osaka. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the hashtags of this particular wow. program. Fantastic. Um, so I obviously spent a lot of time in hotel rooms. Right. I'd say about... You know mattresses. I do know mattresses, yes. kid. I say 15 to 20% of the, the hotels out there are starting to use memory foam. Mm-hmm. Are they really? Thank and, goodness. And so my sleep patterns on the road are not great. Right. It's the time zones, the traveling, the You're whole- You're up late, and blah, the blah, thing, blah, and the whole thing. All the stuff. Every time I sleep on memory foam on the road, I'm like, that wasn't bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I've been thinking about like, I want to get a memory foam. So they sent me one and I slept on it. <laughs> it was great. I'm literally coming off of- Literally, it was just three nights, but we were in a different city every day. And right. when you do that, it is, it's a lot, man. It's yeah. loading up bags on and off the rental car, and bang, 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 and yeah, yeah, all yeah. that shit. And, you know, we, we did three shows a day almost, you know? Lord. And then, like, oh, just yesterday, we woke up at 5.45 in the morning, left at 6.15, drove two hours to uh, from Eugene to Portland. Right. No nonstops on United uh, <laughs> from Portland to LAX. So we had to go through San Francisco. Yeah, why would there be? Uh, yeah. Oh. No. He, was going, he was going from LA to Portland. Every day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Every day. Every yeah. day. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, so I get so in. San Francisco, you have to transfer. Transplanes. I've had five hours of sleep. I was home for about two, three hours. I ran errands. I went on a bike ride. Then I went to this really cool event at the the Veterans in Film and TV, this new organization that's only three years old, mm. that they asked me to speak because they saw Afghanistan, that I've mm-hmm. gone over there. Um, VFTLA.org, really cool organization awesome. about if you want to hire vets in film and TV production. Joe oh, Montana cool. spoke there. Oh, great. Really cool event. That's but cool. But I was... Fucking exhausted. <laughs> Hour and a half in traffic to get to goddamn Hollywood, of wow. course, from the beach. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, gotta be there at 6.30. I'm like, perfect yeah. time, perfect time. So I come home at 11. Right. And I have this new mattress that, it comes in a box. And it's folded up. It's folded up in a box. Right. You're not supposed to let it air out or something? Well. Probably. Yeah, you are. So I got home in the afternoon. I unfolded it. And then it's wrapped, and they give you even a little cutter thing to cut open. Ah, oh, that's thoughtful. So then I let it breathe for whatever, five, six hours. I come yeah. back from the VFT event. Mattress is ready to go. Look at that. And I'm so goddamn tired. <laughs> I sleep on it, and I woke up. I had a great night of sleep. And I'm just like, I'm in. Really? And here's the great thing about Casper mattresses. Let's say you're like, I don't know if memory foam works for me. They have, what is it, 100 days? 100 days you get to try it in your house. 100 100 days? 100 days. And if you don't like it, you can ship it back for free. On the 99th day. 99th day. Ah, you know what? I'm done. (laughs) I realize that these 99 days of awesome sleeping aren't for me. Aren't for me. (laughs) I want to go back to weird sleep patterns. Getting up at two in the morning. Going back to the beach. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going back to sleep on the beach like a hobo. (laughs) 
Um, so that is the thing about these. Uh, so awesome. it's not, you, it was one of those things where, like, oh gosh, you know, you go and you usually try out a mattress in a store, but now they t- kind of take that risk out. You can try it in your home for a hundred days. Okay, but you know what? Here's my problem. I sleep on my stomach, like face plant, like I'm flying like Superman. Like, that's how I sleep. Well, you're weird. Yeah. <laughs> this is, a, I just this is not that, the that podcast not. to help with this. <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying, if I'm sleeping on that, it's like the memory foam. Am I sinking so deep into the memory no, foam that I can't a, breathe? Are you using a pillow? Or are you just literally planking? I'm planking. I'm planking <laughs> on the mattress. Like, flat. Like I could just remove all pillows and sheets. I just right. lay, like, like literally flat-faced. Like a drunk that like passed a, out. <laughs> basically. Well, now you know how I get to bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dean's sleep tips, everybody. Yeah. Looks like a little vodka. What are we <laughs> Uncle Jack Daniels, I hope you're talking That's my about sleeping it. pill, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uncle Jake so Daniels is so it's soft, but it's not too soft. Here's the yeah, thing: it has some of the memory foam, and I've heard some people complain they don't like memory foam that it, that it sinks. It, it sinks too much. Yeah, yeah. And over time, this was pretty firm. This yeah. is the firmest memory foam. It's the great. It's a good mix. And they even say in the packaging, they're like, "Give your body if you're never used to sleeping on memory foam. It's a completely different experience. Give it a week or two, but you've got a hundred days. Ah. So like." It's it's crazy not to try this out because I'll tell you this the, the queen size mattress that I've got is is, is eight hundred and fifty dollars. You can get mm-hmm. a twin for five hundred, uh, uh, seven fifty for a full size. So my queen, my original mattress the, with the pillow top was yeah. close to two grand. What? Two almost two. It was a really nice high end mattress. Right. It was worth the money, but two grand. That's a lot that's for a, ten years. For for two, ten years. Yeah, that's like two hundred bucks a year. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> yeah. I was told there'd be no math in the show. <laughs> you looked at me very scared. Look <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's two hundred bucks a month. Yeah, you're right. So for eight fifty, uh, nine fifty for a king size. You're getting a really nice high-end mattress. And again, they ship it to you for free. Yeah, but Graham, we could do better than that. We could help out our fans, what? right? What? Yes. How can we do that, How Chris? about $50 off any mattress purchase? Well, yeah. where, how do I do that, though, Chris? Oh, my God. It's so easy. Casper.com slash comedy film nerds and use the promo code, wait for it, comedy film nerds. Oh, that's so easy. So I could get a queen-size mattress for now $800. You sure could with that, free shipping. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you guys... If you're in the market for a mattress, try it out. Yeah, see if you, you like you've it. You've got nothing to lose. Literally, you've got nothing to lose. You can get a full refund, and they'll take the mattress back. In yeah. 99 days. That's the amazing thing. Like, yes. you know, you hear 30 days, but like, I'm on the road. Like, who's got Who's uh, got time for that? I'm yeah. so disorganized, no, I wouldn't even think about 100's it. hundred's good. It and if you don't know after three months, then yeah. you're, you're, a, you're a boozy you should, sleeper you like Dean. <laughs> yeah. You're and, a, and you shouldn't have a bed. boozy sleeper. You're a rummy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can I cut a hole in the mattress to put a straw so I can put the metal under the bed if I sleep your face down? Can I put nachos and vodka next to the bed? There's a drool pen directly in the middle of the mattress. Can I do that? Still yeah, so go to casper.com slash comedy film nerds. Use coupon code comedy film nerds and get a, a Dean Haglund drool pen. You're like that. No, no, $50 off in free shipping, off. guys, yeah. and with and there's no risk. So yeah, check so it you out. you can't go wrong. You don't like it, send it back. Yeah. Look at that. Um, fantastic. Oh, so, Casper, all right. God, that was a great mattress. So, Casper Mattresses. <laughs> oh, that was great. I'm now, telling you, these a lot of these sponsors we get, you know, and this will be one of them, I'm right. still using even after yeah, the ad yeah, buy they, goes away. They make away. money off of us. That's what's so hysterical oh, God, about a lot of I these keep, advertisers. You keep chatting about it. I keep buying them. It's I know. A, oh, no, and we keep actually spending our own money on I, some of these. Yes. <laughs> yes. Trunk Club, I bought like a bunch Dude, of- Dude, Harry's Razors? Yeah, yeah. 
Do you use razor razors? There's the best. Really? Dude, I see that ad all the time. Like, well, what I can't. They're, I use mock, I was using mock threes. Yeah. They're at least a dollar and a half cheaper than those. That's really? why podcast advertising is so successful for advertisers because all the podcast hosts are buying the. Uh, yes. Buying the crap. The crap. Right. Yeah. So, like, oh. Now we're giving them a free goddamn plug. So <laughs> let's... And they're not even advertising. <laughs> oh, geez. What the hell? Stop talking Charger. about those jerks. Well, all right. So now. Great people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they... go to Casper.com <laughs> slash comedy film nerds. Now, got it. Dean, we got well, you got a lot to talk about. You've got yes. a movie actually, a screening that we're going to tonight called The Lady Killers. Are you guys coming? So yeah, I, I RSVP. He's coming. Oh, yeah. I have to go to another event for Look, man. Hey, look, talk to the hand. Okay. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I actually am going to a talk to the hand event. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's an outdated insults yes. uh, convention. <laughs> and it's sponsored by don'tgothere.com. Yeah, don'tgothere.com. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. And you yeah. do the math. <laughs> You do the math as the big sponsor. Big sponsor. Yeah, yeah. No, Lady Killers. How long are we working on this now? Seven years. It feels like it. I'm not kidding. I was executive producer starring in it. No, but you really have been working on it for like, since you wrote the script, right? Hasn't yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the okay. history of the film. Yeah. Yes, the year was 1994. <laughs> the young man graduated from school. No, I, um, let's see. You didn't graduate. <laughs> I, Simon Fraser University is a real university. I got in so much trouble last time. Remember we started, yes. you guys, it's not a real university. And then everybody who goes to Simon Fraser goes, you got to tell those guys that's a real university in Canada. So how, when people Google it, how is this different from the Tom Hanks Lady Killers that came well, out? Well, because you put the ladykillersmovie.com. Ah, see, then but you if get I was the, on IMDb. Ah, uh, then it's the Lady Killers, the 2015 one. So, okay. uh, so yeah, this is directed and written by Phil Lerness, uh, starring Jamie Keller, myself. How do you uh, pronounce Phil's last name for real? Is he, it Lerness? Yeah, he says Lerness. I say Lerness because it's, uh-huh. uh, but it's a made up name. When the family came over from Norway, they weren't getting their mail somewhere in Minnesota or something. So the dad picked a brand new, granddad picked a brand new name. And out of the book, he just picked Lerness. And then, yeah. Apparently, you could do that back in the 1800s. Wow. I know. All right, fair enough. <laughs> so, so, uh, so my original name was Dubrovnik, and my great grandfather went, We can't name a city in Yugoslavia as that last name. We're gonna go with Elwood. <laughs> <laughs> well, that worked too. Yeah, so there was a lot of that going on. Anyway, so I say, I always say Lairness, and he says I mispronounce it, but now I said it so often on our podcast. Uh, Chill Pack Hollywood Hour that uh, it stuck. So now it's Larry. Got it. Okay. So um, we are tonight at the Downtown Independent. Is this open to the public? I think it's friends only, but okay, uh, fair but uh, here's the difference. Just in typing, just okay, so thank people you. know on 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 IMDb, right? If you do the lady and you do lady killers as one word, that comes up the Tom Hanks movie. If right. you do lady separate word from killers, right? Then this movie comes out 2015. It says director Phil Larinus, writer it. Phil Larinus, and everybody else who's in it, right? Okay. And so this is a movie. Uh, what we're trying to, it's about exploitation, but how do you uh, talk about, uh, it's a female positive uh, crime thriller that is uh, heightening exploit- exploitation within movies, but without being exploitive. Very tricky. You pitched that so well that I don't think I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and there's a hanging in the third act. <laughs> now I'm now in, kiddo. I'm All right. Is I, there a wagon train <laughs> full of lunatics? <laughs> it sure is. There is now in the audience. <laughs> no, I'm uh, uh, you show up in your lone gunman outfit for one scene? No. 
you know, this is exactly me not being a lone gunman at all. I don't even wear glasses in this. Uh-huh. I know, I know. So uh, exciting. Uh, it's still, we're using this as a kind of a test market audience. So sure. we get your feedback uh, will be most appreciated. <laughs> so because um, there's still one more edit that we can go through before right. we go to festivals. Uh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay, nope. and then yeah, so no. you're still obviously distribution and all that. You're that's yeah. still down the road. Still, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not uh, we're not uh, locked. Uh, Phil was in foreign distribution with uh, Cinema Arts Cinema Arts Entertainment. He knows so the play. He knows the whole schmeel and so. Yeah. Screening tonight is at what time? Why it's at seven precisely because okay. there's another screen at nine thirty and it's like uh, you got to start right. Downtown Independent start right. is a cool, really yeah, cool. And they know. they uh, well tell us about the character you play. I play I play Paul who is a uh, kind of a uh, a roguish uh, uh, document shredder. Like, you never see that character, a document, uh, <laughs> top secret document shredder. And basically, it's a group of guys that get together after college to do uh, the relive a prank they did 10 years, or 10 years, 20 years earlier. And so each one of us has come now with all our baggage of what's happened over that 20 mm-hmm. years and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. And um, uh, hoping good things for it. It's got a big, uh, you know. Well, congrats on getting like, this far. You're I mean, getting I know, this far. I know. I know like, man. Been- Executive producing. Oh, yeah, I know. Years for you guys. Years. And, you know, I'm small claims court, you know, for parking, for parking. (laughs) You know, when we had to park that trailer and then we couldn't. Oh, oh, yeah. Does every project you do have some kind of legal issue? (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) What is going on? I can't believe it. (laughs) Even the judge at this point goes, I'm sure I'll see you again, Mr. Haglin. Like, what? (laughs) What kind of dooming phrase is that yeah. for the judge? It's just like, that's the most horrible thing you've ever said. It's unbelievable. So anyway, so that's happening tonight. Oh, Jamie um, Kaler's in it. That's what I said. Did I pronounce it Kaler? I uh, said Kaler. Yeah, it's Jamie Kaler. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, I know him. He's a very funny guy. He's a really funny guy. And he's the lead in this thing. So he's, he's playing a, a, a detective who's uh, doing some dramatic work. My he's a, yeah, yeah, he's a yeah, solid yeah, yeah. guy. He's got oh. his own show on... Uh, TV. A serious radio and TV. Yeah. He's on the American Heroes Channel. Yeah, doing. He's been on a lot of TV. You guys, are, if you look up Jamie Kaler, you'll see his face. You go, oh right, he oh, was on that guy. show on TBS. I think the my best friends or the guy friends or something. I don't know. This is horrible. What I'm <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. Yeah, I love that guy. I don't know what he I was. I love that guy in that thing. Friend, friend in... Patrol or Friend Squad or <laughs> Friend Squad. <laughs> we gotta crank this off, fellers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a horrible. So that's that, and then of course. Uh, this film shows tonight with my last 39 days left in Los Angeles. I know. What's going on? You've been extradited. No, yes. no, no. <laughs> no. As a patriotic effort to reduce water usage in California in the middle of our drought. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing You're my going thing. to another co- a I whole go, country that's suffering from drought. <laughs> <laughs> they just had 300 millimeters of rain yesterday. Oh. So they had a massive flood in Sydney, Australia. So that's where I'm going, where the rain problem is. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah. So, no, I'm moving there uh, for at least two years. Uh, for those Australian fans that listen to this show, mm-hmm. I'll be June 20th at the science fiction convention in Sydney. Not Armageddon Con, but the other one. Then I'll be in Perth on the 27th with me and Gary Jones improvising at both shows. Oh. Then I'll be in uh, New Zealand on July 17th. Uh, doing geek stand-up comedy and another sci-fi convention down near Wellington somewhere. And then I'll be at the Melbourne Improv uh, Comedy Festival 
on the uh, 10 days later, July 27th. Dude! I, I already got stuff set up. I already got stuff set well, up. Well, we'll so. hook you up with uh, C.J. Johnson. Who's yes! one of our other um, Australian writers. We'll now have two writers in yes. Australia. Yes, yes. So two got, embeds. Two <laughs> embeds. <laughs> and now we can see uh, different movies down there, I guess. Yeah. Review the, the Australian stuff. Oh, that's so stuff. cool. And then when we, you know, as we were saying uh, before we start recording, but, uh, you know, we are, we've talked about this before, we are going to be bringing earbuds there yes. in the fall. Uh, and you have no theater. You don't know what or how. Or don't CJ's know yet. actually going to be helping. CJ's going to help with that. Hopefully, Will Anderson can help because we'd like to have him do Q and A's and stuff. Because I know Will is going to be there. I think working in the fall. Uh huh. So that's the goal is to screen earbuds and we'll screen it. We want to do Sydney and Melbourne, obviously. If we yeah, can yeah. go out to Perth, which yes. is close to where Russell lives, the the miner that we interviewed. Yes. Um, right. So that's what we wanted. We want to set a screening. Fantastic. So we could come out to Australia for a couple of weeks and do screenings and then do some live CFN recordings. Absolutely. Get a little stand-up happening, oh, maybe. Some, some, some jokes and yep. skits. Some jokes, some skits. I'm probably going to uh, implement my uh, my plan. Fail-safe plan. My fail-safe plan. <laughs> no, the show that I tried to do here, which was um, uh, Paper Laughs, a Paper Laughs live comedy show, so that you come in, it's a free show, and if you don't laugh, you don't have to pay. But if you and so you just sort of gauge it yourself. There's another place in Amsterdam that actually has cameras on your face, and every time you smile, they charge you five, ten cents. And so there's like a running meter. Oh, that's you, hilarious! Yeah, that's horrible because I would never laugh. I'd just be like, "Get this camera off me! Yeah, what the hell?" Uh, yeah. Right? But this is one where you know you just come in. If you if you're on you, the laugh honor system, I'll laugh honor system, and then I stand there with a bucket as you walk your way out, and you just like and you, uh, throw you, <laughs> you throw up. You throw up. However much laughter you thought give was you a worth gin soaked sponge so you can sleep that night, and then. Everything's perfect. <laughs> I am good people. That's a, that's no, that's awesome though. But let's let's obviously talk about yes, Australia nearbuds setting up shows and everything. Because if we come all the way out there, we 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 have so many Australian fans now. Yeah, that yeah. We, yeah. we got to do a live show out there, right? And you know, uh, there's a lot of X File Australian fans out there as well. Well, so we got to ask that question too. Um, are do you know if you're going to be part of the reboot yet? What? I do not. Mm-hmm. But that's not unusual for the lone gunman. Often we were told a day or two before when we'd have right. to be on set and they would just hand us the lines as we walked in. And you just go, oh, was that in English? Good. Thanks, guys, for coming. <laughs> <laughs> so that'd be it, like, like one take. So, so Spit out your gum. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> exactly. Did that work? Uh, yeah, okay. We'll leave the cameras running, boys. You say your lines. We'll be in the trailers. And then... <laughs> No, so uh, so they haven't even hired all the writers yet, from what I heard. I know Smoky Man's in, uh, Skinner, Mitch Pileggi's in, David and Jillian are doing it, uh, Chris Carter's in. I don't think Frank Spotnitz, I think he's still over in London. I'm not sure he's in. And, of course, Vince Gilligan's doing Better Call Saul. Right. So he's not. So there's got to be a whole new slate of writers and a whole new uh, approach to the show, which is based on the fact that Netflix wants to buy the entire series. Wow. Yes, but they want it to have a, a definite ender so that you can binge watch it and have a satisfying, not this open-ended sure. thing of like, oh, maybe they come back or we don't know. How well, yeah, because they, they would buy the whole catalog. Right? They buy the whole catalog. And then do an original. Do an original do thing, it. yeah. And so oh, that you would just watch. I love Netflix yeah, yeah. for that shit. So, Jesus, that's I know. So that's the whole, the, mod- the operandi for bringing this back was like, oh, yeah. So it's a 13-year commercial break and now we're back 
and that we're just going to now use these six to. Well, I hope that happens. Wrap it and then all, all you film nerd fans out there in New Zealand and Australia come out and uh, you know. Yeah, come June twentieth anyway. Yeah, to support Sydney Dean again. and ask him a bunch more questions. <laughs> yeah, just like this <laughs> yeah. of stuff I don't know, <laughs> and then I tell you exactly what Twitter I read of the Smoking Men, and I relay that to well, you. Well, you know what? The, the fans like when I was there a couple years ago performing, and people brought their film nerd books for me to autograph. Get Dean to get be a oh. completist. Get all the writers to autograph. It. Look at that. Yeah. That. That'd now, be smart. it's going to be harder now with Dean not in the same country. <laughs> exactly. Australia, you that's what I'm saying. But it can still be done. Exactly. When I'm traveling around. Yeah, because you're still going to be in L.A. periodically. Yes, yes. I'll be mm-hmm. flying back and forth and I'm keeping the place here. So it'll be, I'll be bi-coastal one ocean. Hello. Ah, that's, see, what that's what I'm talking about. That's what it is. Or we could just totally. meet in the middle in uh, Guam or Hawaii. Yeah, Fiji. Yeah. Oh, right I, did you been to Fiji? No. Oh, I flew through Fiji. Mmm, fantastic. All right, I'm going There's a little band that... in. That plays you off your off the gangplank well, we off the set plane. Up a screening in Fiji. Yes. yes, wouldn't that be awesome? I know we got a fan in Guam. Yeah. Well, there you go. We have a fan on Maui, and we have a fan on Guam. Right. We'll do screenings for just one guy. And I nearly set sure. up the very first. Uh, if one person shows up, it's still a write-off. <laughs> I as nearly long as they're had surfing, I don't care. The very first Comic Con in Okinawa. On the military base. They were like, oh, we were so close to getting it done till some general from Vanderburg got involved. I don't sure. know yeah, how that happens. But anyway, so that could happen right. by the time you guys are over there. Wouldn't that, that be great. something? Yes. I'm in. Okay. And bring this little mixer. Yeah, we will. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds great. Looking forward to the movie tonight. Yes. And uh, we'll be exactly keep... exactly at 7. God, we'll I'll try to, to get seven. there a little earlier. Yeah, yeah. Be late. Yeah. Yeah, there's free beer. Right. Oh no, there's not what? free. No, no, no. There's no. Uh, but <laughs> why did I say that? You keep That's it just for Dean's bed. Distribution. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah and then, and then as, obviously, as distribution comes, let us know because we could have any and all of these actors on the show. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we would love that to promote it. They promote can promote it. whatever else they got going on. And of course, as you know, help distribute distribute the movie too. Yeah, exactly. So. That's always the thing. Yeah, getting the word out there. Um, okay, so let's talk about DVD and Blu-rays this week. Taken right. three. Taken three. Now, did you end up seeing this one? I've never seen it. No. I'm gonna. Yeah. One day. I have to see this. Yeah, I, I want to ha- see them all at once. Like, yeah. I just want to see them. You're gonna binge watch the binge Take watch It series. Binge watch the Take It series, so that it's just like, just see them like, oh, now who did you take? Oh, for credit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, now what? I'm gonna like, watch it. Yeah. I gotta watch this movie. I gotta Action see pack. them all. I've yeah. seen well, I've seen one and two. Yeah. And how old is Liam now? He's like in his sixties. Yeah. He's, he's eighty. He eighty nine. Still yeah. kicking ass. Like who's his Pilates instructor? That's yeah. what I want to know. That is uh, <laughs> that is keeping him in shape. If anybody knows Liam Neeson's Pilates instructor, <laughs> yeah. tell Please us. Get him in touch with it. Dean. Exactly. <laughs> I am going to get a mattress. And get a stand of Pilates thing. <laughs> Go to Casper.com and get a Pilates. I'm going to fill it with gin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sleep at the gym. That's yeah. how I'm going to work it out. <laughs> so the next movie is the Jennifer Aniston movie, Cake. Oh, yeah. Um, did you see this? I did see this. I really liked it. Yeah, um, I heard it was big uh, dramatic acting. Very good. Really great to see her play, do these kind of things, because she's always sort of doing the... Funny, fun, comedy, jo- come. Jokey jokes. So yeah. this was a really solid movie. Really great performances. Uh, you can see why you know she got some nominations off of this. So if you missed it, uh, this is a great movie to, to check out. Right. Okay, cool. I'm uh, the next movie is Everly. Now, this is an interesting movie. This is a Salma Hayek film. Uh, it almost feels like a reverse The Raid 
because she's literally <laughs> in her apartment the entire time, but with a thousand guns and weapons and all these things, and then a bunch of guys just try to come in after her, and <laughs> she just kicks ass. Is she in a bad neighborhood? Like, what um, is the why? Uh, I'm sure there's some kind of mob, blah blah blah, issue sure. here and there. So, but are the Hero walls? Yuki Watanabe is in it. Oh uh, yeah, he's been in a Who? bunch of. He was in. Uh, God, he was in Godzilla, Mothra. And- Who directed this? Now, this is directed by Joe Lynch. And now this is uh. interesting. This is his first um, bigger movie after the disastrous Knights of Badastum, where <laughs> he shot that movie and the studio came in and pre- pretty much completely... Took it away. When I say studio, production company. Right. Not a studio. Right, right. <laughs> it was like an indie movie that got literally screwed over and it, it didn't get oh. a, it didn't get asylumed. <laughs> Did it get asylumed? Didn't get asylumed, but not? it definitely uh, He didn't go to a fake country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was let's <laughs> exactly. just say him and the fans were not happy with the end product. Wow. To the point where the same thing where the production company wouldn't even talk to him and any of this. Oh, like he had no idea what was going on with his film. So it happens so, all the time. Yeah, apparently it does. Even in especially in so low then you budget. Got Salma land. Hayek armed to the teeth in a yeah. In a in an apartment. I'm gonna guess I haven't seen the film, but she's probably scantily clad in a few scenes. Fantastic. <laughs> and then I'm assumed that there's not drywall, but steel plates of armor. That how would how do you do two hours of shooting up an apartment I and not have know. it just be Who rafters? Yeah. <laughs> Selma Hayek's pissed off with a gun. There's Yakuza running around. Yeah. I'm in. You're in. Got it. But well, you know, you always think what the machine guns, they're going to eat up the drywall after a couple rounds, you know, so that you well, maybe he's going into the bathroom where right. there's tile. <laughs> Maybe they have a very comfortable well, Casper yeah. mattress that absorbs <laughs> absorbing the bullets. Well, absorbs bullets uh, in, uh, yeah, put bullets your Casper and mattress up yeah. vertically against the wall yeah. and arm yourself to the teeth. Kids. Coupon code comedy film nurse. Yeah. The next time you're having a Yakuza attack, save fifty dollars yeah. on your and they deliver for free, ensuring the attack. Yes, <laughs> That's, they come so right. let's say you win the attack, you knock them all out. Yeah. You can't sleep on a bullet real mattress. Send it back to them. They've yeah. they take it back. Hundred days. Full of lead. Have your gunfight before the hundred <laughs> yeah. days expires. That's right. Hurry up, guys. And also you <laughs> and also use it to cover up your um fake floorboard where your cache of weapons is hidden oh, underneath. Of course, that's a good <laughs> Hashtag uh hundred day gunfight. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Fantastic. So, okay, awesome. Now coming out this week, um obviously Misery Loves Comedy with uh, Kevin Pollock, which we talked about last yes. week. Yes. Uh, the Water Diviner. This is a new Russell Crowe movie. Right, very uh, Australian. Now, it, very interesting is after the Battle of Gallipoli during World War One. Yes. And um, he goes to uh, retrieve the corpses of his three sons who all were killed on the same day. Right. So, um, and at first I'm thinking, well, is they going to stretch this all into a movie? It's based on um, true, true, story. true story. But the twist is, and this is in the trailers and not giving anything away, and all of a sudden when this twist happened, I was far more interested in this film. Uh, when he finds the bodies, there's only two. One of them was taken prisoner, so one of them's still alive. Wow. So. I saw the trailer for this, too. Mm-hmm. It looks really fascinating to me. And the Battle of Gallipoli, there's an actually an amazing movie that came out in the 80s called, called Gallipoli. Called right. Gallipoli. And it was also a play of the same name. Yeah. And that is, we're talking wasn't about- wasn't a successful a, battle. Oh, man. And it's <laughs> yeah. like the movie nice Gallipoli sense. shows- like, well, not is, for the Allies. Right, yeah, well, exactly. for the Australians, because basically it was like the English said, okay, Australians. Take over that beach. So basically they... go be a Casper mattress in a Yakuza <laughs> fight <laughs> and be bullet sponges. Be I mean, bullet sponges, yeah, totally. They just, they just sent wave of wave because the, uh, the, fodder, the yeah, English gov- like... government was just like, ah, the Aussies are expendable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like that movie... 
It was that era of movies that came out of us. There was great. There was Breaker Morant. There was Gallipoli. Right. Uh, and these were, fa- I remember was Razorback. Oh, God. <laughs> that director from Duran Duran, he directed that <laughs> killer pig movie. Yeah. So no, I- to me, when I saw the trailer and knowing the history of that, that war based on that movie that I saw when I, my parents, one of the mo- multiple times they took me to a movie, I was, Probably yeah, too yeah. young to watch. Yeah, exactly. There's one of murder in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. War's hell, son. War's I'm hell. nine. Go for it. <laughs> Don't Here's be a the, pussy. Watch the deer hunter. <laughs> Which I also watched. Yeah, me too. too I did too. I was so traumatized. What the hell? Um, I don't even know what age is appropriate to see that movie. I know. I still don't think I should see 50. it. 50. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With a therapist sitting next to yeah. you. Exactly. Um, I was in my 30s and saw it and was disturbed for days yeah. afterwards. Days. Absolutely. But so, yeah. So to me, I felt the same thing. I had this sort of this, like, oh, wow. First, the first, the trailer shots, I'm like, is this some Russell? Is this like some Russell Crowe? Like, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, this seems, and the fact that it is based on a true story, it's getting a limited release, so you guys got to try to track it down. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited, and Russell Crowe directs it, so. And also, you knowing Australia as I do now, it's the hundredth anniversary. So their Anzac uh, oh. is this weekend, the big uh, celebration memorial for wow. it. That all the, it's a big holiday all through Australia and New Zealand, and so his timing is perfect that they're doing this movie. Uh, it's going to play huge there because that's the whole. That's all they're talking about down there. Yeah, I, and I remember when we stayed in Sydney last year to shoot the earbuds interviews. Uh, our hotel was near this big park that had a, a war memorial. Oh yeah, it, yeah. Um, which the was more memorial park? I, I want to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget. I um, forget too. But you were downtown. You were was, like near. We were down, right downtown. downtown. So, yeah, yeah. so it was really cool. City center. Yeah, and it I was, just wish we could have found a Thai restaurant. <laughs> What? what are you talking about? There was thousands of them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. literally, there's a Thai restaurant right next to another Thai restaurant. I know. Well, they offer different types of Thai food. <laughs> <laughs> they both, like, stand out there and try to get, no, you got to come to our Thai restaurant. Right. It's well, one's of... more Chiang Mai and the other's yeah. a little more Phuket. <laughs> Perhaps a little... Well, under... somebody's traveled. <laughs> <Yeah. Ooh>. oh. <laughs> Listen to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 this looks really cool. Um, yeah, should be good. Check it out. Check it out, however yeah. you can see it. Um, okay. um, and what's Adult Beginners? Adult, adult Beginners is uh, is an interesting premise. It's getting very mixed reviews. Okay, but, uh, okay. no, I'm uh, the executive. Hit yeah, me. Yeah. Pitch. <laughs> Pitch the premise. All right. Just to read. It's easier well, to read Well, it's got a young narcissistic uh, entrepreneur cr- uh, mm-hmm. crashes and burns on the eve of his company's big launch. Okay. With his entire life in total disarray, he leaves mm. Manhattan to move in with his estranged parents, it sounds like. Hmm. Or no, his estranged... No, no. His estranged uh, Pregnant sister, brother-in-law, and three-year-old nephew in the suburbs, only to become their nanny. Right. And you know what? The trailer made me laugh. It was pretty funny. Really? You got this narcissistic... Who's 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 Nick Kroll, Rose Burner in it. Oh, yeah, the Kroll show. A lot of funny people in it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a hanging? (laughs) (laughs) I'm at 45. There's a (laughs) hanging. An old-fashioned Manhattan hanging. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be a Midtown hanging. (laughs) Somebody go to Five Points and get a rope. (laughs) Sure this is New York, fellas? Uh, (laughs) This is our New York. Yeah, there's Joel McHale's in it. It, I haven't seen the trailer, but you said it looked funny? It did. It made me laugh. The trailer made me laugh. Okay. 
right. But sometimes they just cram all the funny bits into the trailer. I am well aware yeah, how you know, uh, we've been tricked tough. many times on trailers. I but. know. There's actually, they shoot stuff now just called trailer fodder. Like, you know, you, like, you just yeah. shoot, like, okay, we're just going to do a comedy scene apropos to nothing in the yep. movie, but it's going to just play hilarious in the trailer. I do I'm not sure doubt it at all. Hot Pursuit will have something yes. like that because the billboards are make my eyes hurt. <laughs> oh, no. And really. how dumb it looks. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's literally like Hot Pursuit went, we have to be watched less than Paul Blart 2. <laughs> yes. This is our quest. Yeah, and we're going to share the same audience so we can't come out on the same weekend. Ugh. You know, there's only so many dumb people who are going to buy tickets. Uh, Paul Blart has like zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Like no really? one saw no one I know, I saw a billboard for it. I go, oh, well, maybe I'll go see that. Oh, it came out in April. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, wait, or no, in March. Yeah. Didn't it come out in March? I who, don't even who know. Who cares? Right. It just came out. I just made it. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> I just made it. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Sites. Site Spot- spotlight fan feedback. Yeah, Woo. this is a this is a funny way that uh, comedy film nerds always comes back around in a circle. The uh, after watching the Ant Man trailer, uh, a fan had pointed out on Twitter that Peyton Reed, the director for Ant Man, also directed the Herbie the Love Bug remake with Bruce Campbell that we were talking about. <laughs> wow, he that years ago. This is why you guys are amazing fans. Wow. You find shit out. Yeah, that is so... I never would have put that together. Is that on his on his Facebook on his IMDb? It is. It's on his IMDb. I checked wow. it. So yeah, he has Herbie the Love Bug. I didn't know there was a Herbie the Love Bug remake. And that's what's it, it was a t- made for TV movie that no one saw except myself and a few other people. Right, it has right. Bruce Campbell stars in it. Wow. Dana Gould <gasps> and Jeff Garland is in it at the what? end. What? All my friends? Yeah, yes. yeah, they're in and this they, movie. How did I not even know <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. And so he, how did he get, did he show that to the studio and then they went, oh, you know what? We got a project. Yeah, Ant-Man. For Ant-Man. Give Ant-Man. Yeah, I, <laughs> we got you for Ant-Man, Peyton Reed. No. Okay. Now the next uh, fan feedback is, uh, as you guys know, the Batman versus Superman trailer dropped, and yes. um, our friends from uh, Comics on Comics, right? Uh, Vita Lapicola yeah. posted this on our Facebook uh, fan page. Okay. And I think he sums it up beautifully. Hi, one of the Vito, problems by the way. with Vito. this. Uh, with this problem, with the problem with this film, the problem with this film is that it's based on part on the Dark Knight Returns, which takes place decades into the future, after Bats and Soups have been lifelong friends. There is weight and resonance to the battle because of all their history together. Together, right. making it happen at the beginning of said relationship takes away from all of that history and just makes it a stupid fight between God superheroes. Damn it! Are you right? <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Why yeah, are his in- eyes glowing? Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't know. It's Why? Like, maybe he's so mad? he can have X-ray vision too. Or is it just that it's the reflection of like he's looking at a fire or something like a fireplace and it's reflecting? Yeah, in his it could eye? be that. Just yeah, the bright just, lights and he's yeah, got, yeah. It's he, just there's thoughtful pipe in front of the fireplace yeah, before they could have a fight in the den. And maybe he's got progressive lenses. Sure. And that's how they catch the light because right. he's the older Batman. He's the older Batman. He's got yeah, he's bifocals. Here's, lenses. The, here's yeah. the other problem with that trailer. Because I believe there was another trailer for another anticipated movie that came out. I forget the, the name. Same. Yeah, it was weird. It came it out on the same day. day. But they do all this, boom, boom. Like, yeah, there's yeah. this big anticipation. I want to go, no, there isn't. <laughs> no. Like, when Batman Begins came out, everyone was like, all right, we'll see. But right. after that was proven, then the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises trailers had everybody going, oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we, oh, we enjoyed the first one. Right. Now. What do you... What, what are you anticipating? And it sets up Superman like this weird villain. Like nobody uh, wants him around. And the whole point is that Superman is like uh, more human than human, basically. Right. And, and where and a super good guy, the, the moral center. Yeah, and he's the he's the um, 
basically the culmination of all of humanity's aspirations, what we need to become. And that's right. how Superman was created as a comic book character. Totally. And now it's, it's turning it completely around at the beginning of the film. Well, Vito is so correct because in the, in the Dark Knight uh, Returns, right, in, the, in those graphic novels, right, old... Mean, cagey Batman, right. haggard, has to use all these things yeah, to right. stay hurt afloat. Himself. Yeah. Hurt himself. They had a. There's so much history. They refer to the fact that Congress outlawed superheroes, except right. for Superman. He refers to Superman as the Boy Scout. He's right. basically like you're fucking. And all the other yeah, heroes yeah. left. All the other yeah, heroes, heroes left. left. They've all been chased out or hunted, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, Superman's an old fucking pussy who did the, the country's bidding. Yeah, right. And he's like, I'm sick. Fuck you. And yeah. super, you think you got your special powers? Like it's on. Like it's just like four decades of like enough. Right. Yeah, you're a patsy for the government. You're now. a patsy for the government. You get parades. Everyone hates me, but I'm doing it for. And, and there's a great line from Superman goes, "Oh, Bruce, you're always fighting your holy war." And he's saying this as he's doing Reagan's bidding to fight Russia. Uh, It's so so great. So then take the, again. Remove that. And you've got. Two guys punching each other. And you've got Ben Affleck, who should be playing Superman. Yeah. He should be playing Superman. Who's playing Superman? Is it that? It's that same guy from the last one. Carville? Henry Cavill, yeah. Yeah. Who is actually a great actor, but they don't give him any dialogue, so how would you know? And Uh, Ben Affleck should be playing Superman. Because Superman is, especially in this fight, is the well everybody knows. Like He's Superman a, is a, is an A list actor. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. And Batman just needs to be this mean, cagey, fucking. It's it's that great scene in Liam the, Neeson. Li, I mean, honestly, well, it's the, there's if that. If you were doing Dark Knight Returns, Liam Neeson would be the perfect. Batman. He would be, wouldn't he? Damn it! Mm-hmm. Well, there's yeah. that great scene in the with Heath Ledger and and Christian Bale in the Dark Knight, where where Heath Ledger's going. You think you're different than me, right? Yeah, you're yeah, a yeah. lunatic who dresses up and beat like who do you th- don't talk like them? Don't talk like them. It's such a great thing. Yeah, and so true. And so true. Because he is kind of a psychopath. Totally. Batman is nuts. Yeah, yeah. And what, what the fuck is this? <laughs> wow, for those who missed it, uh, Graham oh. just blew a lid. It just literally popped one out of the oh. sky. Well, it's because like, I'm so well-rested from my cast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why. But now you can just get enraged over this that thing. trailer. Uh, I've been holding back. I'm like, let's see, let's see. Maybe. Let's yeah, see I'll maybe. give you credit on your optimism. Yeah, it's, it's now gone. It's now that gone. Stupid trailer. I don't want to see anymore. Well, maybe that. The uh, maybe. I, I don't know if I can even see this movie. <laughs> I, yeah. Wow. I'm gonna. I'm. Not, I'm gonna make this vow right now. I don't think I'm gonna pay for it. I'm gonna buy, pay. But do the watch it on swap. the plane. Well, yeah. I'll see it on the big screen. I'll give oh, yeah, it. Okay. I'll give you give it the big screen. I'll give okay. it the big screen. But I'm gonna try to do that thing. I I can't do this all the time. But I try to like buy a ticket for the indie movie. And then slide into the big budget. my producer crawl as yes. we know yes. exactly uh-huh. so handy that way. Mm-hmm. So. I love the fourteen. Do the fourteen all in an afternoon. It's <laughs> just like okay, fourteen screens. I'm all good. So uh, twenty minutes of this. No, twenty exactly minutes. What's gonna yeah, happen? Get exactly. Get there at nine a.m. At nine a.m. <laughs> and you know that's the weird thing. You can walk into a, a movie now that you've seen enough movies. You can walk in and see any twenty minutes, 
and sort of figure yeah, out, you know, you know yeah. oh yeah, okay, oh, is this the tone? And that's, okay. and I get, and I you get. can just ask a friend, so in the end, did he buy the thing the instead thing? of the, yeah. oh no, the girl bought it, uh, okay, yeah, great, yeah, okay, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, that's yeah. all, or just listen to all my reviews where I blow spoilers left, right, and center, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> my chair just went back. You just always went flip backwards, <laughs> right. that's hilarious. Well, thank you uh, for that veto. Yes, well all done. Right. That's our show, I believe. What? How it's did that pretty, happen? It's pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. Wow. It might be the last time we have Dean on for a while. I know. Come May 18th to the Lash, those who are in Los Angeles for my going away show. Completely free comedy. Uh, 8.30 Monday night downtown at uh, Winston and Main, right beside, right behind the Must uh, restaurant up the alley. It's a cool little area down there. Kind of little cool area. Like it's really it. happening. Yeah. Hip and happening. And uh, perhaps you two fellas have been doing some time in my going away show. Uh, I, I should so. be around. Yeah, Monday night, the 18th. Yeah, I should be yeah, around. Yeah, I'm around. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just pressuring you now live on the That's air. That's great. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love being strong-armed. Yeah, yeah there you go. No, I can't. Why? Uh, I'm I don't know. Uh, Monday nights, I typically just like to have this thing. Yes. Yeah. I got to wash my hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, cool. May 18th. So now, Dean, where? Uh, ho- hopefully, the next time we're on the show, we'll be recording in Australia. Oh, yes. won't that be sweet? Uh-huh. I like Absolutely. It. And I'll have an extra bedroom uh, with, only, nice. with only one mattress. We'll bring it. Graham's Casper mattress. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just ship it under your arm. I know <laughs> it's, it's a, a lot of baggage. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I have a small car, but yeah, let's pack it. It'd be okay. cheaper to, than sending your dogs. I guess yeah. so. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Just ship them in the mattress. Um, Does Casper do international? I don't think they do. Just I think it's North just America. Okay. It's just, just now till they kick it huge yes. and go global. And the mattresses, by the way, aren't made in America. Mm, All right. They are. Um, so where can people find you on the internet? Holy you on the line. Look at that. Uh, you can see me at uh, my newly constructed page that's almost complete. If I was, I'd be doing that right now if I wasn't <laughs> subbing for some other guy who canceled on you. Uh, uh, DeanHaglin.com. Follow me on Twitter, DHaglin. You can check out our podcast, Chill Pack Hollywood Hour, at Chill Pack, spelled C-H-I-L-L-P-A-K, Hollywood.com. Now, are you going to still keep doing the podcast through Skype? Yeah, we are going to somehow, we have pre-recorded some shows so we can figure out all the technical hoo-ha mm-hmm. uh, for the next couple right. months, and then we are going to continue doing the show. Uh, and then we even had a bet. Uh, our Oscar our Oscar pool uh, competition this year was who gets the time zone uh, when we do oh, our podcast. Oh, nice! Yes, exactly. And I won this year by one, so oh. I get the sweet time zone of when to do the podcast. So stick it to him. He's yeah, got to exactly. get it four in the morning. Four in the morning. <laughs> hey, we're live. How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. So that's hilarious. And then... Um, uh, the Lady Killers Movie dot com. Mm-hmm. Check out what you're. We we will be watching this evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? There's our documentary. The truth is out there. Yes, truth dashes dash out there dot com. And that is available on Comedy Film Nerds right now as a download. That's and, uh, right. And his comic book. Oh yeah, no, we have Dean. Like, of course, we have Dean's comic book. You still have some of those? Oh yes. yeah, we do. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I am so. down to the last. Uh, Oh, we've still got some signed Dean yeah. Kaglin comic books. And Look, the other thing we have, we're the only one. We're the, uh, yes. Uh, what? <laughs> we're marking that place. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> we're going to yeah. fucking jam yeah. it to yeah. you. <laughs> just to be <laughs> But the guys are also, I think we have a couple of um, your conspiracy trading cards packs. Yeah. Oh, you do? Left too. Yeah, Come yeah. on. I thought I took all of those back because those sold out big time. You're going to have to leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm taking the inventory out of here. <laughs> 
This is me <laughs> taking it to Australia. Folks, everybody start buying now yeah. before exactly. he goes to Australia. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. What the hell? All these sales. I need one of those back over there. That's hilarious. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you. Um, all right. Uh, I will be, uh, where am I going to be? Um, May 6th and 7th, I will be in Lake Havasu uh, doing some shows at a bar there. I'm going to post the, I think I posted the, they don't really have a website. There's like a phone number, but I put it on my Facebook fan page, which is facebook.com. Don't go swimming in the water. Yeah. You heard about that microbe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's scary. And there's alligators and piranhas. What? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, Well, the microbe makes them grow large. Oh, yeah, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. so, yeah, check that out, and we'll have any more dates. Uh, I'm going to be in uh, Vegas in July, Tahoe in August, and uh, more tour dates and stuff like that. And, of course, L.A. Podfest, September 18th through the 20th. That is coming up. We've got a lot of shows already signed, mm-hmm. and, you know, we've added... Uh, we're at, we're looking on adding a lot more, but right now we've we have the Sklar Brothers, Sklar Brothers just wow. just added. added. So we've got Doug um, Benson, Never Not Funny, Aisha Tyler, Mark Marin, yep, Comedy Bang Bang. It's mm-hmm. going to be uh, great, and Jackie Cation. Yep, Jackie Cation. That. So we're adding more every day. My God, I want to yep. see that show. Oh, and yep. Indoor Kids. We added Indoor Kids. Indoor Kids. kids so Todd Glass and Todd Glass. Todd Glass Sweet. is going to be on it. So uh, we're stacking up. It's going to be yeah, a great yeah. event. And oh, uh, well, the other thing we're going to do too, and we'll release the details on this. We're working mm-hmm. on doing like a preview night on Thursday the 17th at the Hollywood Improv yes, so in conjunction it, with Sideshow Network about like, like a 90-minute show and probably have three podcasts each doing like a 30-minute yeah, I just did Sheena Metal Sunday yeah. night at the Improv and that's it, it was packed yeah. yeah, and she was just doing her radio show uh, but it's like, oh, everybody comes to see it live. Yeah. And it's also for a lot of people who are coming in from out of town. You're going to get there on Thursday. Um, it gives you a show for you guys to go to. and it'll Yeah, be, like uh, if you have a weekend pass uh, you get into the Hollywood show free. We're working out all the details on that, right, but right. that's something we're going to offer that, for you guys. That's we're definitely working on that. And also you'll be able to, like say you get in town, you don't have your pass yet, you could actually buy it at the Improv and avoid the lines when you get to mm-hmm. the festival. Wow. Um, so for the entire event. So we're working on all that too. So it's kind of extends, gives you a little more value for your uh, for your pass. Yep. Love it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you to Dean Hack. Thanks, guys. Oh, Glad you could make it. Thanks yes. for uh, coming in short notice. Yes. And we are going to miss you. Wow, this is how it's going to go. I know. We'll see yeah. you yeah. down short notice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any, I love Australia. Any excuse to go. I'd go down there once a month if I could. You're welcome Let's once every it. three months. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> the other two, you're kind of on your kind own. Of, yeah. yeah. I'm you not going to be call there. CJ. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, my name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember... Han shot first, mate.